You're listening to San Antonio Public Library's podcast, Tuned In. This podcast is made possible through the generosity of the San Antonio Public Library Foundation. Our sound engineer is Dan Garcia. Show notes for this episode and other episodes can be found at guides.mysapl.org slash SAPL tuned in. Hello, everyone. This is Edward, the San Antonio Public Library Tune In podcast team. Today, I have Dan and Raquel joining me. How are y'all doing today? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. And we have our special guest, Kim Berry from the YWCA. How are you? Hey, I'm great. So we Yay, brought- she came back. Yes, definitely. We didn't scare off too much. <laughs> so we want to continue our little series we had on teen dating violence. We want to talk about consent. So Kim's going to lead us through this discussion and tell us the pros and cons and all the different strategies on working on consent. So Kim, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Hey, so I work at the YWCA. I'm the teen dating violence prevention manager there. Um, I am part of the youth department and we do programming for teens in schools, out of schools. Um, We have self-empowerment groups. We have STEM groups. We have volunteering, um, a lot of awesome programming for our youth. And we also have a summer camp going on this summer. We have our child care and early education um, for our younger kiddos offered at the YWCA. So any parents that need um, great affordable daycare, um, it's a great opportunity. We're located on the west side of San Antonio, I should say that, <laughs> 503 Castroville Road. Um, and we also have our health and wellness department where we help um, people in the community get access to health care. Um, we also have our economic empowerment program, helping with financial literacy and small businesses, um, as well as our racial justice department, which is something that we are newly creating and also kind of blossoming into focusing on wage equity in the city and raising awareness of that, as well as um, anti-racism and our 21-day racial justice challenge. So we're hoping people in the community can check out our website, ywcasa.org, and you can check out our 21-day racial justice challenge as well. Those are our services at the YWCA. It's always an impressive list of services. Every time I hear it, I just, I'm floored by by just how much, how much you guys have to offer. Yeah. Right. And I'm definitely going to jump on to that last one that you mentioned with the racial justice. I think that's pretty cool also because, well, just sounds interesting. I want to join. Yeah. It's fun and super informative. That's great. And also y'all located right next door to Las Palmas branch. So there there could be a landmark for everyone who wants to go next to it. There you go. For us that are geographically challenged and don't do well with directions and addresses, like, what are you next to? <laughs> That's awesome. Well, the other part would be that big cemetery. So Las Palmas ah, is like a better choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good so Ed, Edward mentioned that we were going to uh, discuss uh, consent. Uh, and I guess I would like to get the ball rolling by getting, uh, how would you define consent or, or what, in, in what respect are we approaching this concept? Right. Yeah. So I feel like all of us are very used to the consent forms, right? Like as a kid, when you wanted to go on a field trip and you're used to like, oh, well, your parent or guardian has to sign this consent form. Mm-hmm. So it still is very much when we're talking about consent, it is still basically saying asking for permission. Okay. So consent, right? That's why there's forms and stuff like that. But when we're talking about consent as far as 
our interactions with each other and our behaviors with each other. Um, it's still asking for permission in a way that you are being respectful and how do I say this? You're being respectful of them <laughs> and also showing your intentions, right? Um, so when you're asking for permission, you're basically telling them like, or asking them, can I hold your hand? Which kind of lets them know like, oh, okay. You know, um, that there's some interest, there's some um, like, ooh, aspect of this that maybe you didn't know, or maybe you mm-hmm. did. And you're like, oh, finally they asked me type of thing. Um, <laughs> or the uh, opposite. Yes. Or, uh, no, right. Uh, You did not hold my hand. Um, having no idea maybe that someone, um, had intentions in that way. And so that's why it's really important that we do ask, right? Because we don't want to ever assume, um, when we're assuming things, we're basically coming across very unclear, but we know what we're intending. Mm -hmm. Um, so instead of just assuming and, (laughs) A lot of times when I talk about consent, especially with youth, um, they will joke about how, miss, that's awkward that you may have to ask someone, right? Like, Mm -hmm. if I just want to kiss them, I feel like that's uncomfortable. Like, what do I just ask, right? They get kind of like, I just ask, like, do I just kiss them? Um, And so you see a lot of times in, you know, TV shows and movies, people just kissing each other, grabbing someone, kissing them. And so that's what we're seeing. So they feel like it's really uncomfortable, right? I don't Uh see that. You don't see consent on TV shows or in movies. That's true. And so it seems very foreign um, for a lot of youth, even adults. Uh Um, But when I do tell them like, well, what if your crush asked you, can I hold your hand? Right? How does that make you feel? And pretty much all of them of whatever feelings is positive, right? Like that would be exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, Someone that I liked asked me like, do you want to go on a date, you know, Um, or Mm -hmm. can I kiss you? Even though you may may really want them to, them asking you is kind of like, whoa, they're not just feeling that and assuming you do, you do too, (laughs) but, you know, kind of asking and kind of creating like a special little moment, you know? Absolutely. Um, consent, you know, you can kind of boil down when you're talking about like consent, I like to tease it out um, about like body autonomy, um, as well as accountability. So when we're talking about body autonomy, I mean, that we know our my body belongs to me. Mm -hmm. And that I'm the one that knows how I feel about touches or any kind of interaction, right? Um, people can't read my mind. I'm the one that knows I like this or I don't like this, right? I like when my friend hangs all, all over me, right? I feel like I'm part of the group um, or opposite. I don't like it when my friend hangs all over me. I feel like they're always around me and it's too clingy and I can't breathe <laughs> mm-hmm. um, to where they know that they have or they can tell their friend that I don't like this behavior, right? Because again, we're not talking about the person, we're talking about the behavior. So right. even going back to my example of maybe you didn't like this person that asked, can I hold your hand? And you're like, oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know that it's okay to say no, right? right? That you do not owe someone any kind of interaction. Um, even it feels kind of uncomfortable of like, oh, I didn't know you had feelings for me in that way. You don't have to please the other person. The person you have to please is yourself. Right. And this is kind of a hard angle sometimes with youth because we always, as adults, kind of tell youth to just like cooperate and listen and go with it. And so sometimes when they don't like something, um, 
they kind of feel forced or feel like they can't say no. Um, And I can even bring this to not your relationship aspect, but family, you know, grandma comes in and grandma wants to like pinch your cheeks and give you a big hug. And, you know, I'm over here like 13, like grandma, you, you, you know, you smell really strong of perfume. I don't like it. You like really pinch my cheeks. Like, Oh, like it irritates me. Grandma, I love you. Right. There's no differentiating that. Like I care about this person maybe, Mm -hmm. but it's about the behavior. Right. And so that's something that I want a lot of us to know with consent is that even if we say no, um, it's not about you saying that you don't like this person, even though it's a stranger, maybe you don't even know them. Sure. But the fact of is, this isn't something that I want, right? I don't want to interact right. with, or I don't want to put up with. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then the other aspect of that, I mentioned accountability. So accountability basically means taking responsibility for your own actions or words. So when we maybe do assume, and we grab our friend's hand in the hallway and they're like whoa what are you doing we need to take accountability like oh sorry right like I thought (laughs) I read the moment wrong or I thought it was something else um we need to take accountability because sometimes we get frustrated right like right why are you getting so upset I just grabbed your hand and we sometimes take it too personally of like oh well they don't like me or they didn't like how I did that right and it's not about you as a person it's about the action right? Exactly. Like they didn't want their hand grabbed or they didn't want to be hugged in that moment. Right. Maybe you did, but. But Kim, I mean, if Hollywood and, and, and television has taught us anything, when you grab that hand, that's when the music swells. (laughs) That's when the, you know, everything slows down for that. Just, yeah. The, 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 the breeze from nowhere comes out and that Uh you can feel the electricity portrayed between these two actors who are, acting on a script exactly (laughs) yes they are not you know they're not this is not an honest discussion about personal Mm. boundaries and what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with but this is what people are seeing right yeah and that's what the song is like combating that because you see this romantic movie or clip in a tv show that you Mm -hmm. love and you're just like oh that's so cute right like he just grabbed her and like kissed her like the suspense, you know, and we yep. really romanticize that. And at the same time, I do want to say that even sometimes when we assume we may like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So in relationships, let's say, you know, you're at your locker and your boyfriend comes and grabs your butt in the hallway and you're like, he's so cute. He does that all the time. They mm-hmm. may like that actually, right? To where that's not necessarily crossing a boundary, right? but it could, you know, right. where they may be like, babe, why'd you do that? Like 20 people, people just walked by yeah. and saw that. That's embarrassing, mm-hmm. right? Like don't do that in front of other people. Yep. So the hard part is, is we do a lot of assumption because we think that like, oh, it's going to be romantic. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm going to grab their hand. I'm going to do this just like I've seen in movies, like you were talking about. And the hard part is we don't live in these fantasies, exactly. you know, where like we stumble over our words, you know, we don't say the best thing at the moment right. or we trip, <laughs> you know, or we do something else to where it's like, that's, that's the variety of life, you know? And so I really yeah. try to tell my students that like your romantic relationship isn't going to be this picture perfect relationship because that's not even real. Um, yes. Real relationships have some tug, have some disagreements you know, working on compromises, setting boundaries. When you first start dating someone, you may say like, 
I don't want to kiss you in front of my parents when you come over, right? Like, that's big. yes, I like making out at school, but not in front of my parents, right? Like hard no. Right. That's, that's setting a boundary, right? Letting them know I love kissing you, but if my family's around, that makes me feel so uncomfortable. Right. That PDA. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm very, um, somebody needs to make the movie where like, yeah, we don't have to be touching all the time. I'm not a real big touchy feely person. So I would like to see that movie. So, cause that's a lot the reality for a lot of people and yeah. it has nothing to do with their feelings or anything. It's just, they don't like necessarily to be touched or I have a thing with my hands where I sweat like ridiculously and I'm could I'm not a hand holder because of that reason it's not that I have something against the person it's just that you know it's it's gross for me <laughs> so um yeah it and it might you know it's nice to read the cues like we have to be aware of that and, and it would also be nice of me to say like look I have this issue and this is why I don't want this yeah. And it's not even an issue. You know, it's, it's saying that like, I don't, I feel, com- I feel uncomfortable, right? I get clammy hands. So I don't really want you holding my hands because that right. makes me feel awkward, right? Like I feel like I'm getting your hand wet. I feel ugh, yeah. stifled. <laughs> yes. Um, and you don't have to feel bad for feeling that. And I really try to tell my students that it's like, you don't have to feel bad for not wanting to do something, you know? Cause again, it's not that you don't like your partner, for example, right. you just don't like this behavior, right? Like boyfriend, girlfriend, I love you, but I don't like the way that you talk to my friends, right? Like it's not you as a person, but it's the actions. And I mm-hmm. want to address the actions because that's making right. me uncomfortable or whatever feeling. So I have a question also. So I think when you do ask for consent, it's pretty much a mode of clarity for both the, both people's involved because you're asking and then you're waiting on that response. So it's it gets real and you have that clarity of, okay, this is good. This is bad. But yeah. I want to ask also, being a man, and sometimes it seems like you just, it may just be romanticized by books and movies that asking permission sort of takes the macho out of it. You just do it. You know what I mean? So, like, if I want to kiss you, I'll just kiss you. Or if I want to do this, I want to hold your hand, i just hold your hand. Not, you know, if you say no, that's cool with it, but I don't want to ask, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying me as me personally, but I'm saying in general. I don't, the person doesn't want to ask for that because it's just, just be action speaks louder than words. So how do you handle those things? Pepper so, spray. I, I, like to <laughs> I do want to address, right? Gender stereotypes can sometimes feel like a huge weight on our shoulders. Mm-hmm. You know, where a lot of boys had told me, I felt like I had to kiss them or because it's our first date. And if I didn't, then she wouldn't see me as this man that she wanted. Um, Or I felt like if I didn't tell her, like, this is where we're going, um, or this is what we're doing, kind of taking control of the date, then she would see me differently. And it's really hard when we're talking about like gender stereotypes, because you may fall into it, you may not, right? Um, and depending on that. So when we're talking about stereotypes for boys, we kind of are always telling boys to be the initiator, um, you know, go to them um, or even tell girls don't chase boys because it's like, again, if you're asking a boy out, then that stereotype is you're needy, right? Or you're mm. desperate, which is really sad because it's like, 
a lot of girls have even told me like, I really like this boy. I feel like they're not noticing me, but I feel like I can't do anything because again, they're like, if I were to ask them out or even talk to them, I'm worried that they're going to think so-and-so when there's so many boys that tell me how shy they are and they would love if a girl asked them out, right? Like when we're talking about middle school and high school, um, it's funny how reverse sometimes we not just like expect things to be, but like, you know, boys tell me a lot that like, I would love it if my girlfriend asked me this, or I'd love it if my crush asked me out, like, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So sometimes I feel like when we only operate from a sense of like, gender stereotypes we really hurt ourselves because we're not paying attention of like what I want or what I need as well as maybe what my crush or my partner would like to see Mm -hmm. you know um because if your partner tells you that like babe I love it when you grab me in the hallways or I love it when you just kiss me randomly that's actually talking about consent because they're telling you I love it when you kiss me randomly it's so cute or I love when we're in the hallway and you randomly hug me I love that um, cause te- like giving that validation and letting them know is also telling them like that's in okay. future connotations, that's also acceptable. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but also understanding there may be a situation where they just had a fight with their best friend, their boyfriend came up, hug them from behind and they're like, babe, I can't right now. And they're like, I thought it was okay. And it's like, no, you're fine. I'm just frustrated. Right. And also mm-hmm. dealing with like their situations that can happen to where it may not pan out exactly what you're hoping for. Right. Um, but just kind of reading those cues, it is hard though. It's, I, I know as for like a lot of boys and girls, when we're talking yeah. about consent, it's something where it's like, it should just be assumed when that is really creating a lot of our issues, you know, um, yeah. where they get nervous and they get uncomfortable and it's like, why are you uncomfortable? Cause I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know what should happen next. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you're not the one that the only one to decide that, right? Like right. you and your date can decide that, like, what do we want to do next? Like, do we want to hold hands? Do we want to kiss? Do we want to go walk around? Like, what do we want to do? You know, like sometimes we put so much pressure of like, what should I do next? And right. we don't kind of like conversate with our partner or our dates about like, what would we like to do? Or what would you like to do? Mm-hmm. You know, to where we can even compromise. Speaking of compromise, did you want us to order the pizza? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I have an activity um, that I like to do because when we talk about consent, really what we're talking about is just communicating. Right. Um, so what I would love for two of you guys to do, if you guys can order a pizza for y'all, like let's say it is lunchtime. <laughs> I know it's not, but let's say it's lunchtime. I want you two to order a pizza for each other. Who's going to order a pizza? Let's see. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, I'll do it. Dan and Raquel order the pizza. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. Raquel, uh, do, you even, do you even like pizza? I do, but it has to be thin crust. Usually okay. is my preference. Okay, I'm a I'm a pan crust guy, uh, but I can I can I'm okay with with uh, with thin crust. Um, I really prefer extra cheese. Um, I don't know if that's a if you're okay with that. Ordinarily, I don't, but sure. Uh, you okay. compromised on the crust. I can compromise on the cheese. <laughs> yes. <laughs> as long as I get my cheese, I'm good. Um, so, what about the toppings? Do you? I mean. I mean, I, 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 I can, I, I really like just about anything on it, um, except for like maybe anchovies. Um, but otherwise, I, I, I can load a pizza up with absolutely everything. If uh, so, what, what do you? Well, what would you I, like? I, I, I want to have a little bit of a lighter uh, lunch today. Sure. Um, so if we could kind of like minimize it, I'm a veggie. I like the veggies. If okay. that's cool with you. You know what could probably work is if we get a pizza and we order it half and half, 
We do a half veggie on one side and a half meat and half veggie of everything on, the other on your side. side. <laughs> and and then we both get what we want. I like that plan. Let's order this pizza. Yes. So oh. I have a question. Hey. One like thin, one like one like thin, one like uh, pan. So you want to get like a traditional hand toss to compromise no. for the middle? No. No, no, no. I, I'm I'm okay. I I, I I consent to uh to thin crust. Yeah. Yes, but thank the, you. Because I do not crust. consent to hand tossed. <laughs> Sorry, but the can't big do it. Question is where are we ordering? That's this what I was from? just thinking. <laughs> Where is this pizza from? Yes. <laughs> I love when that's a starting point. So where are we ordering from? And it's like, oh man, you like that place? <laughs> but okay. Um, cool. That took maybe two minutes, if that. Um, so you guys talked about what you wanted, right? Mm-hmm. As far as toppings, as far as style of the pizza. Um, did you guys say anything about what you didn't want? We did. I thought. I Yeah, because I said I, I had... Mm-hmm. I, wanted to do a light so I kind of just want to do veggies so yeah yeah so it's not about just talking about what you like but it's also kind of saying what you don't like mm-hmm. right um and I think Dan even said like I like everything except anchovies right like sometimes right. there is something that we are like hard pass I do not want to do this um and I will not be persuaded <laughs> into doing this I think the same when you were talking about the thin crush you were like yeah that's just kind of what I want and that's just how it's gonna have to go if we want to eat pizza together mm-hmm. um and Dan was like you know what I do want to eat pizza with you so sure I will do thin crust it's really not a big deal for me I can get down with thin crust just like I can hand toss so why not so that's again kind of showing compromise mm-hmm. where with compromising sometimes we may end up getting something that someone else wanted or doing something right like maybe you're playing a right. date um, and that's okay. As long as both people are happy with what we're agreeing with, right? You never want one person to be like, oh, fine, get meat lovers. I don't care. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's you hear worst. it in their voice, right? Yeah. And are they going to enjoy that pizza when it comes? Right. Not Probably at all. Not. No. Or maybe they might like, you know, eat it and they're like, right like a lot of nonverbal cues that you already know yeah. they're not liking it Just and you may even get irritated mm-hmm. right like I thought you said it was fine that we ordered meat lovers and now you're acting upset or you're acting frustrated um and that's usually because we didn't actually compromise right this one person gave in so we really want to make sure like is it a real compromise you know because you don't have to right like Raquel right. you and Dan are very close friends you could have been like oh Dan I know you like hand toss I guess I'll do that for you you were like no honestly I don't like it so I'm not yeah. <laughs> like yes yeah. I like you a lot as a friend definitely but I'm not bending on this right <laughs> and then I would have said okay well then you can do your personal and I'll do mine and we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. And even compromising could be two different things, right? Sure. Um, it could be something we never even agreed on. Like maybe instead you guys decided we're ordering Chinese, <laughs> right? right. I want sushi now. Completely <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah, yeah. Than what you're even expecting, which is fine. Cause at the end of the day, like, Hey, we're eating, we're excited to be together and eating. Um, mm-hmm. Even though maybe we expected pizza, but Hey, we got Chinese. We'll twist, but we're having fun. We're going with it. Yeah. Um, and you know, I do this activity because it kind of one, it's, it's fun to talk about pizza. I always mm-hmm. to talk about pizza. <laughs> it's a great but topic. It's, it's in a way I've never had anyone feel uncomfortable ordering a pizza with somebody. 
-hmm. And every time I've noticed when I've asked people like order pizza with this person, they're always like, all right. And they get down to Mm -hmm. talking, right? Mm -hmm. All right. So this is what I like. This is what I don't like. What do you like? Right. And like have all this conversation. No one ever gets really upset um, of like, oh God, you always order meat lovers. You're so selfish, right? Like, (laughs) we kind of like go with it and we're mm-hmm. like, well, this is what I would like. Mm, I guess this would work, right? Because you don't like this and I don't like this. Mm-hmm. We work out what we want because we know at the end of the day, we both want to eat. Right. Um, so we're not going to be stubborn of like, this is my way or we're not doing it at all. Um, we're kind of talking that out, even though we may have expected to order a pepperoni pizza, we ended up ordering something else, but we're happy about it, right? We had that conversation. Right. Um, now substitute any kind of intimacy around this, we're talking about the same thing, right? Right. Do you like kissing? Do you like tongue? Do you like holding hands? Do you want to take your shirt off? Like, these are all questions you can ask um, that the other person gets to decide how am I feeling and how do I want to let this person know? Yes, I like this. Or like, no, that's too fast. Or like, can we watch a movie first? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of other things that we can talk about. And that's actually setting up consent, right? We're right. setting up this really awesome experience together and we're right. kind of checking in on each other of what this looks like. Um, so you had mentioned being where it's not a compromise, where it's just the other person giving in. It, do you uh, have any type of tips to help people not cave to the peer pressures or or to the just the expectation of it all? I know that's going to be something that's pretty difficult because you know, I, I've actually had this happen. It was a third date and he came in for a kiss and I swerved. I, I just wasn't ready. And, um, I was asked about it later and I said, well, you know, I, I wasn't there yet. And he says, but it was a third date. It's expected. And I was like, Oh no, no, nobody. It's in a real book. Nothing. There you go. Right. Those expectations really yes. hurt you. You got frustrated. It's like, Hey, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm unique. I'm not up to these expectations that right. is set. Right. Yeah. Um, definitely. So there's a lot of, there's a lot that can go into this. We really want to teach empathy and consent at a young age to know that like, I'm not always going to get my way, but I need to be happy and content with what I'm doing. Right. Um, Like I may want to go to the park all day as a kid, but it's like, you can't, you know, and like, there has to be other things that we're doing, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, okay, I'm okay with that. The hard part with, there's a lot of peer pressure, especially when we really like someone, um, you know, with being really young and not having a lot of experience or again, really just getting a lot of our media, you know, influence on us, we just kind of go with it sometimes. And we may not like something and we're like, well, but I like them. So I guess I'll let it slide. And we start to kind of realize that we're not doing it for ourselves at all in that moment. And we're really just trying to impress or trying to please this other person when that's not a really healthy dynamic, right? And we, what also can help this is the other partner being aware of how their partner's acting, right? Like if they're like, hey, let's make out and they don't say anything, but you go in and you start making out and maybe y'all are making out for a little bit and you're like, okay, cool. I assumed, right, we're making out. And then you want to take their shirt off and they're kind of like struggling, but they're not saying no. And you're like, well, they're not saying no. So I guess it's fine, right? Like maybe her elbow's stuck or I don't know. 
but we're not really, even though there's some things that are going through our mind of like, why is, why can't I take her shirt off easily? Maybe check in, right? Like, do you want, do you want to do this? Like, do you want to, you know, go to the other room? Do you want to talk about this? Like, do you want, just want to keep making out? Check-ins are really important, you know? if we're not just focusing on our language, but also our body language. Um, Cause sometimes with peer pressure, we kind of freeze. Uh, we kind of, you know, there's fight, flight or freeze when we're kind of in a moment where like, I don't know what's going on. I feel uncomfortable. Our brain kind of chooses to fight, flight or freeze. And so sometimes we kind of freeze cause we're, we don't know what to do. Right. We don't want to leave, but, uh, and so our partners may be kissing us and we're not really liking it. Cause maybe it's too aggressive. But we're staying there because we're like, well, I don't want to leave because I still like them and I want to be here. And so it's important that it's not just one person's responsibility. And to help with that, partners can check in, right? I really right, encourage right. check-ins. Um, so that way, you know, everything is good. Because if you're happy and you're like, yes, this makeout session is good. Let me check in and be like, hey, is everything good? Then you're like, yes, things are great. If I'm like, hey, babe, how is everything? And they're just like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I want someone saying, I don't know when they're making out with me. Right? Right. Yeah. I want them to be like, yes, this is great. Or like, uh, don't stop or whatever. You want, yeah. you know, positive things. And when you're kind of met with hesitancy, that's when we need to realize, like, it's okay. We don't have to do this. Right. Like, right. we can watch a movie. We don't have to make out. Like, yeah, even it's okay though to I want down. to. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I really want to, I don't want to push you into that because ultimately, right. You know, boys and girls always talk about, like, I would never want to pressure my partner. Um, And so with recognizing that, I say, like, okay, then we really want to work on checking in with our partner um, because we don't want to pressure them. But sometimes we don't know, right? We can't read their mind. And sometimes with pressure, they may not even tell us. Sure. Um, And so checking in can kind of help combat that. Um, Because, you know, we do say, like, well, you should have told me if you didn't like it. And it's like, I get that. I should have. But when we're experiencing something uncomfortable, that can also be something kind of like trauma to where our mm-hmm. body kind of decides mm-hmm. um, and takes over. It shouldn't be our fault that we didn't say anything, right? Um, but it's something to at least talk about, right? Like, yeah. babe, every time I feel like we, I want to be intimate with you, you don't talk anymore. You know, like that's something that we want to be aware of. Because right. um, especially if you're having sexual activity with someone and there's no talking, no anything, you don't know if this other person's enjoying it or if they're just there because they don't know what else to do. Sadly. Right, right. Because um, that happens, especially with a lot of teens, you know, partying or going out and sometimes drinking, that that can really inhibit their behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. And not blaming them for that, but understanding like that can compound to where maybe they do want to make out with their partner. And they are under the influence to where they don't want to maybe be intimate, but their partner is like, well, you're here and assuming, right. and they're not saying much because they're under the influence and right. it can get really complicated, right? And so really wanting to encourage checking in, being a good partner, right? Just reassuring, like, you like this, I like this. There should be talking. I think that's also something that, yeah. you know, Dan, you <laughs> talked about like romantic, like, you know, romantic movies and romanticizing just in general on TV shows and movies that we think, you know, being intimate is just like this really easy, like, oh, everyone knows what they're doing. Um, and I joke all the time with teens that like even adults, if we're having sex, sometimes have no idea what's happening of like, I didn't know what to expect or like this is something sure. completely different from any other partner I've ever had with. And 
there's no like this is exactly how it goes right um and a lot of teens think that right like well this there's just steps and like this is just the steps of what sex looks like um when sex is something very unique and something you make with someone another person right like you get to choose how long, whatever, um, and it's something special with those two people, and it shouldn't be something that we feel like has to be in a certain order or has to be in a certain way. Right. Um, talking, laughing is normal um, in intimacy, you know, mm-hmm. being vulnerable, right? If you're able to laugh, that's good. They're not laughing at you. They're laughing maybe because you guys bumped heads kissing, <laughs> right? right. Um, and that's a funny, vulnerable moment where you guys are still being intimate of making out, but maybe you kind of are laughing, but it brings some like <sighs> to it, you know, where it's like, we're connecting. It's not just about this passionate make out. Like it can also be kind of funny or kind of silly um, right. and not take away from maybe the passion. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not what we think on TV, <laughs> you know, right. Um, right. Yeah, you that... want it to be authentic to that relationship, like what you want, what you and this other person want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think popular culture has definitely sort of mythologized the entire experience. Again, that's the moment when the music swells and, you know, right. it, it just suddenly gets like, yeah. And the camera a... pans away. <laughs> right. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, and the, yeah, but but you never see um, it, it, in any of these portrayals, you know, two people discussing what, you know, what that's this is and what's going whatever, on yeah. and what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. And I always think of, you know, with so many things that have that we become aware of uh, in the media, the Me Too movement, the you uh-huh. know, that that we really are that somewhere along the line the the power of the word no and the power of the word stop just like it seemed like it had gone out the window for for some time and that's yeah yeah, that's led to a lot of a lot of terrible experiences for people absolutely and body language also people need to read other people's body language you could tell someone's not into it definitely definitely and consent goes past just dating Mm -hmm. um married couples there's consent right like sure do you want to do the same, right? Like, do you want to order the same? Do you want to get our usual pepperoni, right? Like, right. it doesn't have to be maybe the same as when you first started dating, but even as like a married couple, you know, um, check-ins are still a thing. Um, do you want to do this? Are you up for this tonight? Like, I know I'm too tired. Okay, that's fine. You know, um, so even if you're like committed to someone, there still has to be consent involved. Absolutely. You know? And no pressure, like if you are tired, for example, right? And they're like, oh, but babe, it's Friday. Like I was hoping to get it on. And they're like, no, babe, I'm exhausted. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's okay, right? And that there's no like, well, you owe me or anything like that, right? Right. Sex is not transactional. Intimacy is authentically given, right? Enthusiastically, everything like that. What about that guilt that you just said, like that guilt, well, you owe me, or you said that last time, how do you combat those situations? Those are hard because sometimes even with, like I said, with married couples, sometimes they might feel guilty, right? Or like, ah, oh, I guess I can, you know, be up for it or something, even though I don't really want to. Um, and it's hard because that goes back to that place of like, I'm trying to please someone else and kind of yeah. ignore how I feel, right? Because if you're exhausted, you're exhausted, yeah. you know, um, and being intimate should be something enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so telling someone like, no, not tonight, but how about tomorrow? 
that will probably be a better experience. Because imagine right. if someone's like, all right, fine, hurry up. And it's like, wait, what? Like, yeah. it doesn't feel like an enjoyable um, type of experience. It feels yeah. like, all right, I guess so. Hurry up. Let's do this or whatever. Yeah. And you never want that, right? right. Then it feels like, ah, then this starts to feel awkward, right? Because you can tell there's some hesitancy, mm-hmm. but maybe you do want to do it. So you're ignoring it, but that's you ignoring kind of like that body language and that like tone, right? Like, okay, I guess so. And it's like, I guess sure. so, right? Um, so that's when it kind of gets kind of complicated and we right. really want to make sure whether we're dating or in a committed relationship that we remember just because maybe my partner wants to do something doesn't mean I have to, right. um, and moods change. Like maybe you want it, maybe at a Friday night date night and you guys joke about like, well, when we get home, but and then you get home and you're like, I'm exhausted. We danced all <laughs> night. I'm so sweaty. I can't, I just want to shower and go to bed. And may, and that's kind of what relationships are, right? Where it's like, sure. things can change. You may have yeah. a plan to do this, but then it changes because that's how you're feeling in the moment. Right. You know, because too often, sometimes they're like, well, you said yes to making out earlier. And now that we're making out now, you said you don't want to. What the heck? You said yes an hour ago. And it's like, yeah, but you can, you're allowed to change your mind. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and that's not okay to hold that to somebody of like, well, you said this answer so and so long ago and it's like yeah but check in with me at the moment because <laughs> maybe I wanted to make out with you a couple hours ago but now I'm stressed out and I don't want to do that right exactly right wow that's good that's a, I yeah. mean the key to it I it I feel and please correct me if I'm if I'm reading this absolutely wrong but I I think I, I think the key is is that that open line of communication that really is and and and, and probably uh that holds true not just for uh, intimate relationships, but for relationships as a whole, you know, sometimes you want to hang out with friends. Sometimes you don't, sometimes you want to go home and, and, and do it. And sometimes you don't, you know, and, and being able to communicate and, and accept the answer that you, that you receive back, I think is, is, is the, is the key to the whole thing. Right. Right. Definitely. Definitely. Definitely agree with that. So Kim, you give us a lot of information again this time. Yes. Always <laughs> helpful and useful and amazing. I, I like these conversations oh, a lot. Me too. And, and I hope that I hope the people that get an opportunity to listen to the podcast are are benefit from the conversation as much as well, I mean I can speak for myself as much as I feel I do. Mm-hmm. Um because I have I have teenage daughters. You know, and so then I get to turn around and say, hey, listen, let's talk right. about this, you know, Absolutely. because this is important. And this is something that you guys need to be aware of. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. you know, yeah. if, if you I want to highlight kind of what Edward said earlier, because I wanted to go back to this and sure. you brought it up with your daughters of, you know, actions speak louder than words. All right. And we're talking about, right, that pressure of like, well, should I say yes? I don't really want to. Actions speak louder than words. If you're telling your partner or this crush of yours, like, no, I don't want to. And they're like, okay, fine. Actions speak a lot, right? Because they could say like, I love you, babe. You mean everything to me. But then they're like, do you want to have sex? And they're like, no, I'm not ready yet. And it's like, oh my God, we've been dating for six months. Like when, when are you going to be right? And kind of like guilt trip them. That's showing you that they're not actually respecting your body. Right. And they're basically there to kind of persuade you to do what they really want right. to do, right. exactly. you know? 
And so understanding that like, yes, you may really like this person, but also do they actually respect you? Because especially when it's like brand new relationship, right? Like when Raquel, you were saying third date, you know, you don't really know this person too much yet, but you know, you think they're hot, they're exciting. And then you kind of realize like, wow, every time I kind of, you know, don't want to do something or I'm not up to something, they make me feel bad. We really want to pay attention to that, right? Definitely. Let them know like, hey, don't make me feel bad. It can even be something as silly as that of like, hey, don't sigh, right? Like when they're like, and it's like, what, what was that about? Mm -hmm. Um, Because you, they should know that like, you're making me feel bad, you know, and it shouldn't be that way. Maybe you really did want to do this we can still figure out something else, right? Like you can go get pizza on your own. I didn't want to, I didn't want pizza. Go ahead, eat pizza on your own, right? Yeah, I'll get Um, my own thing, yeah. Yeah, it can be, you know, something that you guys work on to where it's like, it doesn't have to be this like, oh God, a huge letdown. It's like, no, this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. I can see where you're at. Or if you want to let me know a little bit more about where you're at and we can kind of address this, right? We can move forward. Because, yeah, that's a big red flag if you're noticing that your dating partner is always kind of making you feel bad about something because it's like they're trying to coerce their results, right? Push their boundaries for their benefit, yeah. Yeah, so it's a big red flag of like, is your partner really respecting you? They say they're, you know, they love you and you're their everything. And it's like, well, then this shouldn't be an issue if that's the case, you know, Mm because it's sadly easy to say I love you. But it's a lot harder to manage your emotions when you're maybe let down or not getting what you expected. And it's like, how are they showing that? Right? Like, it's okay, babe. Like, I was kind of whining this, but that's totally fine. Like, I don't mind waiting till our next date, you know? And like, that makes you feel so good. Like, oh, thanks. Like, even though you wanted to, but you changed your mind, I still care about you. I still really like you. You know, nothing changes for me on that emotional level. So Mm -hmm. all those things are really good to look out for. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Anything you want to add before we wrap up? Um, I do. I know we talked a little bit about like drinking. Um, and I do just yes. want to say that it's really important. Like consent should be something that is sober. Um, so we want to be aware of what we're doing. You know, we, like I said, we want to have fun, mm-hmm. like sex or intimacy should never be something where it's like, mm, I guess so. Right? right. Like it should right. always be something of like, yes, I want to do this. Um, And so when we're kind of bringing in, you know, alcohol um, or possibly even drugs in the mix, it really alters how we're perceiving things. And especially even if we're at a party, there's like that peer pressure sometimes. And so we want to be aware that if we have been drinking, right, like let's say as a teen, I did sneak out with my partner and we drink and now my partner's like, well, we can go upstairs. And it's like, we never really want to mix that because- one it's very easily to be taken advantage of right Mm -hmm. even if you are partners right like you have been dating for years right um you can still take advantage of your partner if you know that they've been drinking a lot and they're not really talking or walking well then that is a huge red flag to tell you you're not getting any tonight because they are not aware of what's going on and you should never like that is not sex right that's not something that we want to engage in so it's not fun to mix that um and I know sometimes even adults will be like wait what like I can't drink on my date um and (laughs) I do say that like it's it's a difference of drinking and being under the influence right 
Mm-hmm. Like if difference. you know that you can have a beer at dinner and then you can drive home, you're fine. Then right. cool. You can also consent. But if you've had like 10 shots at the bar, you cannot drive home. You also cannot consent. consent to sex, right. Right? right. And it's hard because it's really hard, especially when I talk to college students, because they'll be like, but they're saying like, yes, let's go to my place. I want to, as they're like tripping mm-hmm. and fumbling and like, or maybe even throwing up. Right. And we have to realize that that's like their brain altered on alcohol. Like that is not them actually wanting to. Um, They're not aware of what's going on. Um, And so we don't want to accidentally take advantage of someone. So if you want to be intimate with someone that has been drinking, get their number or, you know, there can be a date at a later time. Right. And I tell my teens all the time, like prom is not the end all be all date to be intimate. Like there's always another time. There's Mm -hmm. always another time. Don't feel pressured to be intimate in the moment because there's always another time out there. Absolutely. And and even then, if you should respect yourself and another person enough that you could tell that they're not into it. So why do you want to do something that the other person's not going to enjoy? So you should remember. Yeah. That's the (laughs) point. Remember or enjoy, but you it's a two-way right? street you shouldn't you shouldn't do that yeah you definitely want to you know be intimate with someone that wants to be intimate with you and not be like oh I know a lot of times with stereotypes it's like oh well if we give you know girls or women alcohol it makes it easier to have sex and it's like that's a really problematic message absolutely because we're pushing alcohol as a way of like then they'll say yes to me right, when it's right. like they should say yes to you sober <laughs> Exactly. right like you shouldn't have to get them under the influence it's a false yes yeah yes and, and exactly you should have to get them under the influence to ask that's sure right. yeah 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 we want to be responsible when we're drinking um so sometimes we wanted to hook up with someone but we drank too much and so we gotta go home and sleep right. it off <laughs> yep um it can be another time absolutely that's great great information as usual thank you so much kim we would ask you the burrito or taco question, but we already know that answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so hopefully we'll have another conversation soon. And thank you again. Thank, thank you. you. I love talking with you guys. Well, we, yes, we enjoy yeah. talking with you. I always feel Absolutely. like I've learned a lot. So yes, thank you very definitely. much for taking definitely. the time. Thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Thanks, you too. Hey, thanks for listening. And get connected on mysapple.org with Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, Pinterest, Flickr, Instagram, and follow tuned in on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play Music.